Welcome to a special edition of the FinTech One-on-One podcast, episode number 295. This is your host, Peter Renton, chairman and co-founder of Lended FinTech. Today's episode is brought to you by Lended Fintech USA, the world's largest fintech event dedicated to lending and digital banking. Lended's flagship event is happening online this year on April 27 to 29, featuring many of the biggest names in fintech. We'll have the CEOs of Afterpay, Figure, Brex, Varro, Dave, Finicity, just to name a few, as well as many leaders from traditional finance. Lendit's 2020 event was also held online, with many people saying it was the best virtual event they'd ever attended. Lendit is setting the bar even higher in 2021. So join the fintech community at Lendit Fintech USA, where you'll meet the people who matter, learn from the experts, and get business done. Sign up today at lendit.com USA. This is the Lended Fintech USA preview show. My name is Peter Renton, and chairman and co-founder of Lended Fintech. And I've got the whole leadership team with me today to talk about our big show coming up in a few days. So let's, let's just kick it off with uh, some short introductions. Uh, Bo, why don't you tell us what you do? Sure. My name is Bo Breskin. I'm co-founder and CEO of Lended Fintech. Okay. And Joy? Hello. I'm Joy Schwartz, president of Lended Fintech. And Todd. I am Chief Product Officer Todd Anderson. And, and as Peter would say sometimes, the great wall of content that you need to jump over. <laughs> Very Indeed. accurate. Indeed. Anyway, so this is the preview show. We want to talk about uh, what to expect at Lender Fintech USA this year. But before we do, just want to talk about some of the fintech trends that I expect will be sort of circulating throughout the event. And of course, we've got the the crazy valuations that fintech companies are seeing right now that uh, we just had Plaid recently go out with uh, $13.5 billion. Whether or not you think they're crazy, obviously, many smart people think they're not crazy, uh, but they are certainly a lot, lot bigger valuations than they were a while back. We've got the SPAC craze. We're certainly we're doing several sessions on that. Buy now, pay later is probably the hottest vertical in all of fintech, and we have uh, multiple uh, discussions on that as well. Digital currencies, you can't seem to open up a publication these days without learning about digital currencies. You've got you know, China's far along with theirs, Japan's doing something. The Fed is talking about it. The Bank of England's talking about it. It's just a hot topic. We'll be covering it that, that of course. And then we've got financial inequality. That's something that's a real hot topic and is, you know, we, we have dealt with it in the past, but what I've found as we're putting the agenda together, there's a lot of people want to talk about this issue this year. So that's going to be really interesting to see. So that's just sort of laying down some of the trends that you'll see. But now I want to, I want to open up to Joy and talk about, well, firstly, who comes to Lended Fintech? Thanks, Peter. Our audience is really, really dynamic and has been evolving a lot over the years, but I'd say our audience is primarily composed of banks and credit unions and traditional financial institutions, as well as digital institutions, uh, investors, that's equity investors who are interested in both early stage uh, fintechs, as well as more established, and uh, the fintech community itself, who is often coming just because they're looking to raise capital or they're looking to meet with financial institutions who can utilize their products and services. And one interesting note, which has been pretty consistent 
over the past three years, our largest segment of our audience that keep, or rather the fastest growing segment of our audience continues to be traditional financial institutions. So in addition to all of the digital innovators, we are seeing more and more traditional banks and credit unions who really acknowledge how critical you know, fintech is to remaining uh, relevant to their customers. And I'd say soon, soon to be the largest as well, right? Not just fastest growing, but soon to be the largest segment itself. Indeed, indeed. Well, let's let's get to the details of the event so people that are listening can kind of, uh, you know, help them navigate it. I mean, it's uh, we've got a lot going on over the three days, and we want to basically we want to, we want to make it. This whole, the whole purpose of this session is to really get, help people get the most out of out of the event. So, let's firstly talk about Brella, and uh, you know, Joy, do you want to just give us a bit of a, a sort of a navigation around Brella and what's what's actually happening in there? Sure. So Brella is the hub of the event. Uh, in order to access uh, Lend at Fintech USA, you need to log on to Brella. So that is the most important pointer here. Do not wait until the last minute to, to log on. Uh, the platform that you use to register will then prompt you uh, with a separate email that will include your Brella login details. So once you've registered for the conference, you have not yet registered for Brella. So please keep a lookout for those Brella login details, log in, and that is the first step. There you will do all your one-to-one meeting. There you'll view the agenda. There you will view, you know, our uh, showcase where you can see all of our amazing sponsors and exhibitors who, uh, you know, have great services to offer you. Um, And there you'll access all the live and recorded content. So most important point is log into Brella. It's pretty self-explanatory, but everything happens there during the event. Okay. And then, of course, we have the the content that... uh, you know, Todd and I have been working on now for the past several months. Want to give us a little bit of the overview of that, Todd? Well, we got enough content to make your head spin. So, yeah, it's three days and it's content that suits all different types of people. You want to go to a roundtable in the mornings, we'll have roundtables. You want to see keynote speakers? We'll have keynote speakers from, from 11 to 12 Eastern each day. You want to go to Women in Fintech? That's during uh, you know, the lunch hour. Pitch it will have in the morning of day three. There's content all over the agenda. You're not going to remember it off the top of your head. So to pick up off uh, you know, where Joy left off, sign into Brella. All you have to do in Brella is bookmark something, star it, make it your favorite. You'll get notifications on it. The agenda is very, very complex. It's very big. But if you can highlight the things that speak to you, you'll get notified of them and you'll be able to go to those sessions. So there's all different types of sessions, but the days are keynotes in the morning, lunch, tracks in the afternoon, and then spliced in different parts of the day. You know, afternoon of day one, there'll be something else. Morning of day two, there'll be something else. So make sure you use Brella to find the session that speaks most to you and you'll be able to navigate the event in an efficient way. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about networking. We know that a lot of people come to these events to network, and I, I've heard uh, I've had multiple conversations from people after our last event. Some people said that networking was was more efficient and better virtually than it was in person. But tell us tell us all about networking, Bo. Sure thing. And Todd, you 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 did introduce it when you when you mentioned the roundtables. I mean that is a big part of networking too, and something that we're introducing at this event that we haven't done before. And I'm really excited to, to participate in those. The, the networking that we are 
so well known for are the the B2B speed dating, which is one of the reasons we love Brella so much as the as the event platform. So uh, when you log in, and again, you're doing this on your Mac, on your laptop, on your PC, uh, not on mobile, um, you're, you know, one of the key things that you do right up front is, is create a profile yourself, make a quick introduction of who you are, what you're seeking, what you're offering, uh, and then filling out some profile information so that matches can be made. And then, you know, one of the pieces of advice I give to people is as much brilliant content as my colleagues have put on stage, don't overfill your, your time with content sessions, but allocate plenty of time for networking and do the speed dating, do the, do the quick intros and look to target 20 individuals that you would like to meet and speak to. You'll probably get anywhere from, let's say seven to 10 of those meetings will confirm and that's going to really enhance your experience. So uh, do that. And again, these are great meetings to have. They're quick and, and very efficient. And we found that in the video format, as you mentioned, Peter, they can be super efficient. So you bounce right from a stage into your one-on-one meeting. It's a video meeting, which by now we're all pretty used to and we know how to conduct. And so they're, they're really effective. And we did receive extremely strongly positive feedback from sessions like this that we've had in the past. Okay. Okay. So what I, I want to talk about some of the special programs that we have going this year that's beyond just the content and the networking. I know we've, we've already touched on it, but um, we've talked about these roundtables, the breakout rooms we're doing. This is before the content every day. Todd, you want to give us a little bit of more color there? Sure. So think of a breakfast table, dinner table, but without the food in front of everyone. Well, I guess you may maybe can have food if you'd like, but essentially it's, it's off the record, really interactive exchange between you and the other participants at the round table. There'll be a, a focus of the, of the uh, discussion. There'll be a, a lended facilitator, myself, Peter, Bo, one of us will, will be in that room. And really the, the, essence of the roundtable is for people to interact with one another without having to worry about, you know, is the camera on? Do I have to say this publicly for, you know, a video that will be shared after? It's just a really uh, intimate exchange. Everyone's on camera and it's meant to replicate that dinner table conversation. And so we've had some success with these, you know, kind of different parts of the year. And we wanted to make them a uh, more core component of the event, and they'll be happening each morning. So from 9 to 10 Eastern, uh, you'll see different roundtables and sign up for the roundtables and see which one speaks to you most. Okay. And then uh, what about our limited FinTech program, Joy? What do we have have planned for that this year? Awesome. Well, the Women in FinTech program is Really, the, the main activity that we're super enthusiastic about is our uh, Women in Fintech Power Hour, which is going to take place on day one of the conference, the 27th at 1 p.m. during lunchtime. Uh, and super excited that we have TransUnion that's sponsoring that initiative for us this year. And we're really bringing together the leading women from our community to, uh, you know, 
maximize their relationship building. So uh, again, it's open to both women and non-women. So anyone who's a supporter <laughs> of women in FinTech is welcome to participate. So gentlemen, don't be shy. And, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity if you're looking to identify new business partners, if you're looking to, you know, make new introductions into new companies, if you're looking for a mentor, you know, whatever you're looking for, there'll be an algorithm that will be helping to match the right people. The matches will be made based upon segmentation preferences and interest areas. Uh, And please join and support the women of our community. And uh, once again, a big thank you to TransUnion for making that happen. And so, and just just so we're clear, these are very short these are shorter than the Brella meetings. The Brella meetings you organize, they're not, you organize them um, directly. These are, this is, we call it networking roulette, right? So we're, we're doing these, they're much, they're what, how long are they, Joy? So there'll be, uh, if you start, if you join at the top of the hour, you'll participate in seven, seven minute spontaneous conversations. So I like to say both for Women in FinTech Power Hour and also for Networking Roulette, which is uh, a more general um, spontaneous networking session. You know, you've got the one-to-one meetings, which Bo talked about earlier, where you can do your research, uh, identify who you think is a qualified lead for your company um, and schedule those meetings in advance. Now this power hour and networking roulette are more like those conversations that would happen when you're waiting in line for the bathroom, when you're waiting in line for the bar at happy hour, you never know who's standing to your right or left. It's fun uh, and a little mysterious. So, you know, just uh, join the session. Even if you're running five minutes late, you can join the session at any point. And you'll find the login in the networking session of the Brella app. So you can register in advance and it'll sign you up for, for email reminders, or you can just go in the agenda and sign up while it's happening and join uh, in real time. So either is an option. And I definitely encourage you to, to, to get involved and really just diversify your virtual event experience. The technology for it is really, really cool. It's not your typical Zoom meeting. Uh, it's very slick. So if you want something that's slightly different, and spontaneous, do this, as Joy said. Totally. It's, it's especially great for introverts who aren't uh, the first to, to sort of work the crowd in a bar. It sort of places you gently into a conversation and then withdraws you out of that conversation without any awkwardness whatsoever. I love it. I totally love it. And we should keep in mind too, there is beyond the Women in FinTech Power Hour, we have the, we have other more general networking relates happening on uh, on other days of the event. So Exactly. We've be, got three. So yes. three. So in total, we've got four networking roulette sessions. And, you know, so you've got a choice uh, Monday. Networking roulette for the general public is going to be happening uh, sorry, on April t- uh, 27th at 10 a.m. And then on days two and day three, um, it will be happening at 1 p.m. So right. join one of them, join all of them, uh, but definitely, again, do your homework and, and make sure you plan and allocate plenty of time for networking. Okay, so let's let's talk about uh, other new things we've got this year. We've got the halftime show this year and 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 the post-game show. So Bo, why don't you tell us about those? And if you're, if you're listening closely, you're... You're probably on board with the idea that the, the Lendit FinTech team is very fond of innovation and in thinking hard about how do we really create a great experience for our community and the kinds of things that you've heard about already. So the, the roundtables that we talked about, that Todd talked about, the networking roulette format, which we bring to women in FinTech and the general audience, along with all the the, the speed dating, 
the interactions that go on on stage in the, in the sidebar, the Q&A functionality that we've had for years through Slido. This is a super interactive conference. So if you thought you were buying a ticket so you could play it in the background and do nothing and just kind of listen passively, you're getting about five, 10% of the value that you could be. So this is, this is a conference for active participation. The uh, halftime show, I would say, is one of the places where you can actually sit back and just chuckle as Peter and Todd and I sort of, you know, comment on what's been going on in the conference. We think about this as a little bit like the, the commentators you might see at a halftime of a game. And uh, hopefully we'll have some fairly intelligent things to say. It'll be really fun for the three of us to come together and, and provide that commentary because we play really well off each other and we all have different opinions and we all have different, different uh, sort of things to say. So as much as, as we know and love each other, we, we hardly ever really agree on anything. So that should be fun. And then the post-game show will be less TV, more radio. Uh, we're going to go on to Clubhouse and, and open up a room. They've already been scheduled. So if you're, if you're in Clubhouse and you follow the One Fintech Club, which is Lendit's club on, on Clubhouse, you'll see right there that, that there are already rooms scheduled and those will be starting at uh, 5.45 Eastern on days one and two and five o'clock Eastern on day three. So that'll be, um, of course, audience participation is always encouraged there and it'll be a little bit more of a, a debrief, a what did we hear today, what surprised us and, and of course, audio only format, which Clubhouse is famous for. Okay, so let's let's move on to content. And rather than run through the whole agenda, which would take another hour, we're not going to do that. Let's just pick on some of the the favorite uh, pieces that that you're looking forward to. So, Todd, I'll start with you. What 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 are the sessions that that you are most looking forward to? Well, I think the first session of the the event uh, is a pretty good one. It's the CEOs of Amount Barclays. Barclays U.S. Consumer Bank, that is, and the famous Nigel Morris. So Adam Hughes, Denny Nealon, Nigel Morris will kick off the event, and they're talking about point-of-sale finance. So one of the things that is obviously uh, taken off in the COVID era. We're also going to be hosting on day two the CEO of Equifax, Mark Bagore. And Mark's going to be talking about the intersection of commerce and uh, financial services and kind of what happens next. Uh, and then with one of the biggest trends in fintech the last couple of years, SPACs. Uh, we have Betsy Cohen, who I think has done nine SPACs and is on her 10th. And then Steve McLaughlin, who everyone knows from FT Partners. So they'll talk about kind of what's been going on in the SPAC market, you know, kind of what's what's happened the last few months, which died down a little bit and then kind of what does the uh, the future look like? And then we also have really a, just a lot of great sessions on the tracks, digital banking, consumer lending. So, you know, no matter who you are in fintech, there's something for you at the event. And so that's the way that Peter, myself, Bo, Joy, that's the way that we look to design the agenda is who can we speak to? Uh, and if you're in you know, a, a fintech, if you're in digital banking, if you're uh, a service provider, something's going to speak to you. So take a look at the agenda, pick out your favorite sessions. I said some of mine, go find yours. And now I'll turn it over to Peter to give some of your favorites. 
Okay, so for me, I, I'm really looking forward to the CEO of Afterpay. He's new to our keynote stage, and Afterpay obviously is uh, the buy now, pay later behemoth and uh, coming out of Australia. And uh, I'll be talking with the CEO, Nick Molnar, from Sydney. Looking forward to that immensely. And I mean, all, I think all the keynotes are just are just uh, really going to be really engaging. But I'll, I want to give a, a quick plug, if I may, to the uh, to the coming green wave of fintech. I, I feel like that's a brand, it's a brand new uh, track for us this year. We're giving it a shot. I've I've spent a lot of time uh, assembling what I hope will be an engaging an engaging agenda there. And I think we've got some uh, some big names on on that uh, new track as well. So check it out. And uh, Bo, what about you? What are you looking forward to? I am looking forward to, gosh, you guys have put together such a great agenda. It is, you give me a, you give me credit, more credit than I deserve, and including me on the content team. I sometimes refer to me as as that as the a bit player. Um, I don't even think I rank there, but well done. It is a great agenda once again. The one-two punch on day one that involves blockchain and cryptocurrency has got my attention. And uh, so there is going to be a session with Mike Cagney and Blythe Masters. I always love listening to Mike. He is, he's super sharp and he's always pushing the envelope. He's always, he's always sort of founded a couple new companies since the last time we talked to him. So that's going to be really interesting. And immediately following that, we'll have a conversation with Caitlin Long from Avanti Financial. And, uh, and I'm, and that's, so that's about 40 minutes of, of fire hose that I, that I'm going to be drinking from. And, uh, and, and that's, so I'm pretty excited about that. Okay. And Joy, what are you looking forward to at, uh, at the event? I think for me, the area that I'm most excited about that is a brand new addition to the Lendit agenda is uh, the coming green wave of fintech. Uh, for a long time now, um, Lendit has, you know, discussed topics uh, like financial health, financial inclusion, you know, uh, all, at the end of the day, we're true believers that, you know, fintech exists in order to improve the lives of those around us. Uh, and I think this is just another example of that. And we're by incorporating this topic into the agenda. And I know this is something that Peter's also really passionate about, but this is definitely the new addition for 2021 that I'm most excited to, to listen to. Okay, good to get two plugs in for that. Nice. Anyway, before we close, I want we, we do need to talk about how people listening, how can you get the most out of the event? Bo, I know you've touched on some things, but why don't you just expand on that a little bit? Sure. I, I would, I just want to hammer on networking. I think prioritizing networking is a really important and sometimes it's the hardest thing to do, especially when we sign up for a virtual event like this is, it's easy to think passively about it. And I think that is a, a, a mistake. You have blocked off time on your calendar. You have you know, made this a priority, you've purchased a ticket or you've sponsored the event. Now the work begins. So do the work, do it in advance and line up meetings. Like I said before, I'd shoot for, like I said, 20 new connections, securing 10. If you have that many 15 minute meetings over a three day period, and, and I'll point out that our networking actually goes from Thursday to Thursday. So it's, it's outside the weekend, it's five days of potential networking. You can definitely afford 10, 15 minute meetings in there. And then, and then make sure that you are jumping into those sessions that, that uh, Peter and Todd have, have 
so thoughtfully crafted for you from the content side. One other just element I would say is that it is important also to be responsive to those that have requested meetings of you. If you don't have an interest in that meeting, it is polite to decline it. It is, it is important that you decline that meeting so that you free up that time for somebody to invite somebody else to have a meeting. So do that. And then I guess one other thing I'll say is synchronize with your calendar. There is that option that if you can subscribe to a feed that takes all of what you've built inside of Brella and places it directly onto your, your calendar. So do, do go through that um, exercise as well. Great. Great. And Joy, any other tips for people getting the most out of the event? Yeah. So one, um, I totally echo what Bo said, you know, don't be passive, really, really schedule those meetings, but also block out time for the event on your calendar. Uh, It's really easy when you're participating at a virtual event to think that you're going to be able to get away with multitasking and you're going to leave the event platform and take some conference calls and then go back to the event platform and check your email. That really detracts from your experience. So I really, really recommend that you review the agenda, identify which sessions you want to attend uh, and block off time for the content that you're most eager to hear live and block off time for meetings. Uh, and really it's put up an out of office, you know, so that you won't be interrupted by your colleagues and you uh, won't forget and schedule um, outside meetings at that time. So my biggest piece of advice, it's really going to change your approach to the event for the better. Yeah, good point. Because, you know, if you're going to a physical event, people often or mostly will put out an out of office on their emails. So good idea to do it here to get the, to get the most out of it. Okay. So let's let's just give. I'd love to get closing thoughts from all of you as far as you know, virtual events in general. Um, why you know, why people should come to this virtual event? Uh, Todd, why don't you go first? Well, I'd say we have the best networking, we have the best content, <laughs> and overall, I think we have the the best experience. Um, and and to pick up on what you know, kind of Joy and Bo and Peter have said. Well, we want you to block off your calendar. You cannot attend everything. <laughs> so it's impossible to attend every session, every meeting. Like Things will overlap. You know, I'll kind of repeat something Bo said. Do the work beforehand. If you look at the agenda, you pick the five sessions on day one that talk to you. Then you pick the roundtable on day two. Then you pick pitch it on day three. Like Find the things that first speak to you most, block them on your calendar, and then begin to you know, absorb other things, but find the things that are most important to you first, because if you can find those, you'll get value out of the conference. If you're just trying to, Hey, let me look at everything from a, you know, 36,000 feet and see how many darts I can throw and, and how many meetings I can have and try to attend every single content session. I think you'll find yourself overwhelmed, take the time, do the work, and you'll find yourself coming away from it with a lot of value. Okay. And Joy, uh, what about you? Closing thoughts? How, why should people attend? What, I mean, I think my biggest takeaway uh, recently is just the technology that we're using and just the, the craftsmanship that we have brought to cr- executing virtual events is the best I've seen in the industry. So not only um, are you going to get 
to experience amazing networking um, with you know, innovative fintech decision makers, but uh, you're going to get to do so in a really uh, smooth and, you know, captivating way. So I really kind of think of it as, you know, Lendit has had to um, to pivot, um, you know, over the past year, and we've got lots of practice. And, you know, this is like going to the movies on steroids. <laughs> That's a great way. To, a great way to present it. Um, okay, I've never been the movies on steroids before. That sounds crazy. <laughs> Anyway, Bo, you have the last word here. Oh, let's let you let's let you share as well, Peter. Let Peter okay. get the last word. I will. Okay, uh, I'll get the last word. I'll have the penultimate response. For a moment, I'll just be a broken record and say we really deliver on content and networking. Full stop. I will say that I'm extraordinarily pleased with how the Lendit FinTech team has taken on this new challenge of delivering, not trying to deliver the same thing that we used to do in real life, but delivering an experience that is super high value. And for those of you that are familiar with Net Promoter Score, I I say this often, and perhaps you haven't heard this yourself, but last year we had three virtual, three large-scale virtual events for Europe, for LATAM, and for the USA. And Two of those events set records. We hit it. We hit our third highest MPS ever in the history of our company for a USA event, and then we hit our first highest um, for the for the LATAM event. Those are virtual events, and they're and and the net promoter score vis-a-vis the in real life events of the past. So, you know, when when Joy and Todd and Peter say, "Yeah, we're we're actually pretty good at this," <laughs> I think you would agree that we are when you've experienced it yourself. The thing that will make it really worthwhile for you is putting in that work beforehand and making sure that you're not passive, but really actively involved in this event. Okay, indeed. And this is actually going to be our ninth USA event. And uh, we have, I think we're getting better and better at it every year, personally. And uh, we've had to, we've had to adjust with the, with the uh, virtual world, but we have embraced it. We have really gone. And I think when you're attending the event, we've, we've actually upgraded from the, from what we used last year. If you attended that event, we have upgraded to, I think, an even more professional, uh, professional setup. So it's more like watching, uh, you know, CNN or ESPN than it is, uh, what, going to a Zoom meeting. And I think that's that's something that I think really does set us apart. And there's, there's one other thing I want to say is that I love the content, but you literally it's literally impossible to see it all because there's things happening, particularly in the afternoons on the tracks um, at this exact same time. So the most important thing is the networking really is the key. You can go back and watch the content. It's, everything's recorded. It'll all be umbrella. Uh, you can go back and watch it after the fact. But the, the fact that we're going to have thousands of people gathering at one point in time, that won't happen again uh, for quite some time. So that's why we keep hammering away at it. Networking is, uh, is really where, where the most value lies. Okay, I think that's a wrap. Thank you, guys. And uh, if you listened this far, then we will be seeing you next week at uh, Linda Fintech USA. Thank you very much. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to this special edition of the Fintech 101 podcast. Very much appreciate it and hope to see all of you online at Lended Fintech USA very soon. Thanks. Bye. 
Today's episode was brought to you by Lended Fintech USA, the world's largest fintech event dedicated to lending and digital banking. Lended's flagship event is happening online this year on April 27 to 29, featuring many of the biggest names in fintech. We will have the CEOs of Afterpay, Figure, Brex, Varro, Dave, Finicity, just to name a few, as well as many leaders from traditional finance. After a successful virtual event in 2020, Lendit is setting the bar even higher in 2021. So join the fintech community at Lendit Fintech USA, where you will meet the people who matter, learn from the experts, and get business done. Sign up today at lendit.com/usa.